Welcome to BIV Today. I'm Claire Wilson. Today, we'll be diving into the world of real estate marketing and the role that storytelling plays in presenting a brand in a meaningful and engaging way. Joining us is Maxine Jakubke. Max has 15 years of marketing experience under her belt and is the principal at Publish, a company specializing in marketing and brand storytelling. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Max. Thank you so much for having me. To start off, what role does storytelling play in marketing? Oh my God, there's so many roles storytelling plays. I think if you take a step back and really think about the importance of storytelling, you know, at the heart of it, um, an authentic, well-crafted story is really the fundamental um, foundation of an exceptional brand. So we integrate storytelling into pretty much every aspect of our marketing programs at Publish. Um, and we're really proud of that. It's something that's kind of fun to play around with. Has the use of storytelling throughout your career changed the way that you conceptualize and approach marketing? I think using storytelling in a variety of different ways. Um, my background actually is in event production. So integrating you know, elements of brand story or product or project storytelling into an event experience um, and then growing with that understanding of how that translates through media relations and now through social and digital. I think that my understanding of the power of storytelling has evolved over time. And I think it's extremely important. I think that there's an important role to play when you do touch a marketing program um, to really think about the people that are consuming this information. And now when we're sort of playing around more heavily with social and digital, you know, you look at the data and analytics and some of these campaigns reach hundreds of thousands of people. So, you know, you got to sort of understand that this is an important role you play in sort of having an impact on how someone sees a brand or product or project. So we integrate a lot of storytelling in um, in real estate specifically, which is what we focus on at Publish, um, because you're sort of telling the story of a community, of a place that somebody might live or work, um, you know, or go to on a regular basis. So that storytelling, if done properly, can really authentically tell the story of a place that someone might spend a lot of time in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think placemaking is definitely a big thing in Vancouver. Um, can you tell me a bit more about the role that storytelling can play specifically within real estate and development? Yeah, we, um, we've been doing a lot of work with uh, developers, helping them to launch pre-sale projects. And a big component of this for me is really helping to educate the buyer or renter um, or, or business owner who might be moving into this new uh, project is helping them to tell the story of that community. You know, at Publish, um, my team and I have all shook hands and and made a pact that we will not deliver more fluff, right? We want to really put out in the world meaningful, meaningful content that people actually want to stumble across and actually are delighted to connect with. So when we're working with our developers to help them with their storytelling, um, we really want to make sure we're connecting with authentic groups in those communities to bring their stories to life. Um, you know, 
the communities, for example, that we're really active in right now, uh, one example is East Vancouver. It's rich with story. There's a lot of soul. There's a lot of history in that neighborhood. And we've been using a lot of tactics like connecting with business owners or people who've lived in that area for a really long time to help bring their voice to life. And we can do this through media, through social, through digital um, imagery selection, video content, you know, helping to have them tell that story is always such a powerful way to authentically, I think, um, market an, an area and a neighborhood that, um, you know, is sort of an interesting way to do it. Mm-hmm. Has the way that real estate and developers engage with the public evolved over the last couple of years? I think generally speaking across all industries, it's changed like quite significantly. Um, I think compared to the past, you know, like five or eight years ago, I think a lot of consumers now really care who they're purchasing their products from, whether it's a, um, you know, a, a shampoo or a dress or a home you know, people are now taking more time to understand who they're purchasing from. And especially the largest financial decision of your life, your home, your real estate investment, you're going to take the time that historically, I don't think people have spent as much time really looking into who the developers are that they're purchasing from. And I think right now what we're seeing and what the needs of our clients are asking for is help really telling their story because it actually matters. People are taking the time to understand these developers' stories and um, and we help to, to communicate that to the public in a really thoughtful and authentic way. Um, and we're, yeah, we're, we're proud of that. It's, it's important work. And I think that some of these developers that we, that we were, were privileged to work with have wonderful stories and have had such an amazing impact um, in Vancouver and regionally in BC, but, um, yeah, we, we were delighted to help them tell their stories. And that is a huge factor in, um, a purchasing decision now. And I think that has changed over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And how important is it to situate this engagement within a larger cultural narrative? Oh yeah. Um, you know, I think that when we, when we talk about culture, um, and you and I had sort of, uh, spoken before just around how that kind of plays into marketing and, 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 uh, storytelling, um, culture is huge. And I think when you work in the world of marketing, it is irresponsible to just sit at your desk. If you're not engaged with the world around you, if you don't take time to go and explore different cultures and understand different perspectives and human behavior, then you're not doing your clients a good service. I think that the work we do is understanding human behavior. You know, what do people want to see? How are people reacting today? That's changed a lot since COVID. Um, you know, high focus on on online, Instagram, new media platforms, podcasts, and so forth. But culture really, truly is at the essence of what we do. And I think we can learn from different cultures and uh, get creative and make sure that we're being inclusive and appropriate. And, you know, I think authenticity is really at the core of a really great marketing program. And if you take the time to look around, to ask questions, but also fill your team up, with different points of view, different backgrounds, people that are active in that community or active in that industry or, you know, have unique perspective. I think that 
we're all better for it. And then ultimately (laughs) your marketing program is going to be way more successful because it's been very well thought through. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answered your question, but I really believe in engaging with local community, local members of that community and asking them questions, asking them what's important about, you know, this neighborhood that they are active in and help tell that story instead of coming up with it, you know, in a boardroom, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, as you said, culture is huge. And I noticed that you've described yourself as a cultural anthropologist. How has that informed your work in brand engagement? Yeah, I, um, I'm really proud of the team we have at Publish. Um, we're all uh, cultural anthropologists. We are obsessed with different cultures. We take time to really understand the world around us locally, but also I create space for the team members to go and travel. And, you know, this summer was a wonderful testament to that. We had two team members who spent the entire summer traveling to remote parts of Europe. We had um, somebody in Vienna and Germany and France, and um, we had um, a really great experience there. And not a single client knew they were out of office, which was a miracle. But I think for me, it was really important to give team members the chance to go and explore and be a, be immersed in a unique um, environment. Um, our team is actually based all over the place. We're sort of a remote work company. Um, we have somebody in Los Angeles. We've had team members work out of Toronto and Europe. We've got team members in Squamish. And I think to allow the team that focuses on communicating really interesting messaging and storytelling to go and travel the world, to experience different cultures, to meet new people, to go observe human behavior, I think is really important. And that in itself is, you know, we're anthropologists of culture. We want to learn more about the world around us. And I'm really excited, but Next year, we're actually going to be hosting our first uh, cultural trend trip, and we're going to be choosing a unique destination uh, in lieu of uh, an office. I'm taking that money that we would have spent in uh, renting out a beautiful space, and we're going to invest it back in the team and travel to somewhere interesting where we can together experience um, something new uh, and grow together, which I think will be really exciting. And we'll come back and tell all of our clients about it. And hopefully that will inform some of our campaigns and, you know, allow our clients to be cutting edge and creative and all that good stuff. Can you give me an example of a real estate brand that has successfully integrated storytelling into their marketing strategy? I have a few examples for you of some of our clients that I think are doing an exceptional job. Um, Southlands is a project out in Tawasson by Century Group. Um, It is a really wonderful program that um, is a significant master plan community that is trying to connect um, people with farming and food, bringing it back to how we used to live. Uh, This is a really wonderful story and initiative that I think Century Group is is pioneering. I think it's it's one of the largest uh, agri-hoods in North America. It's significant in scale. And how we're taking that story and translating it in social and events and, and media is, is very thoughtful. And, you know, we're using different types of spokespeople in our outreach, different types of imagery to convey the learning you get when you live next to a farm. You know, we've got 
monthly features about different gardening tips and what's in season and how to take care of, you know, this specific type of uh, herb, um, which I think is really interesting. And it's something different and it's engaging. And we pull in community members' voices and sort of talk about the local area and what's what's sort of working there, uh, which I think is great. They've also got a really nice diverse mix of housing. Um, so we sort of highlight that as well. So different types of homeowners can can get involved, whether it's a single family home or a condo, a family, a downsizer. So I think they've been doing a really nice job of telling that story. Um, we work with another client who is really invested in being a part of the local East Vancouver community um, through our sort of creative ideation. What we thought would be kind of interesting is to roll out a series of guided experiences in that community and, and test that out on social. We started with one and I think we've done about seven coffee walks, places to go, you know, but with little insights in what's, you know, a great treat at that one cafe. We took that and turned the same thinking into a guide for where you can take your dog for a walk, um, best school catchments in the area, but in a really interactive way that brought in the community and we tagged them, they reshared us and it was really awesome. It was actually quite cool to see that come to life. So those are a couple examples. I'm just thinking we've got another, uh, another one to give you is maybe, um, I think also our work in events, um, helping to integrate storytelling into a community up in Squamish. We do quarterly events for them where we bring that local community together. And the story they want to say is, you know, we want to connect you with your neighbor. Like, let's make this a friendly space for everybody to know each other by first name. Um, and so we've created these events that really bring the community together. Um, and we do that through, you know, careful selection of how we orchestrate the seating, the volume of the music, you know, the type of interactions and initiatives that we do to make sure people can connect with one another, whether it's pumpkin carving and you got to share your, your stencils or, a uh, holiday event, which we just put on with, um, you know, Christmas photos. There's a whole booth for arts and crafts for the kids. And it was so nice to see the community come together and meet new people. And it was awesome. So there's so many different things that you can do. And I'm really um, uh, excited to be working with some very forward thinking developers who, who like to do that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of developments to definitely pay attention, attention to in the coming year. And the industry uh, as a whole has really been evolving to meet BC's needs, especially this past year. Has this year impacted the strength of storytelling and the impact it has? I think so. I think that, you know, we, um, like I mentioned, it's people care who they're purchasing from. They want to know if you're, if you're going to follow through with, the build. <laughs> they want to know if the quality is going to be great. They want to know if it's going to be a sound investment in the next five to 10 years. Um, and so I think that, you know, your developer brands, I'm speaking specifically to real estate because I touch it so closely, but I think um, the developer brand story is extremely important. And I am sometimes surprised when I go to a project website or a developer's website. And I'm trying to find, you know, their mission or their values or their, their history or their story. And, you know, it's such a lost opportunity. If you don't see that as an, as a wonderful opportunity to, 
to forge an emotional connection with somebody who's interested in your brand. Um, there's such an opportunity there and it's really important to do that today more than ever. I think that people really care and um, they want to see that you're, you've got an impact in your community and that you're active and philanthropic if you can, and you know, your boots on the ground and you attend the local events, they want, they want to see that. And, and we're seeing that when we pull our analytics and when, when we manage communities on social and we get the feedback in the DMS, like that's, that's what people want. They want to know that you're, that you're there and you're going to build something that's beautiful and high quality and will be a good investment that you're also you know, someone that has strong mission and values. Hmm. How do you think that developer brand story may impact public perception of the industry? Um, I think, you know, I can comment on some interesting work that we've been doing the past year. So at Publish, we sort of have two buckets of services. The first is brand storytelling development or, you know, refreshing or redefining. Um, the second is, you know, sort of how do you tell, tell that story through, you know, social or digital or media or events or website builds, all that. Um, the first set of services, brand storytelling, what I found really interesting is, you know, there's a need to modernize. Um, there's a need to understand that, Maybe how you had worded your brand story, you know, five or 10 years ago doesn't resonate anymore. You know, it's too long or the photos are old or the the typeface isn't clear. Um, there's a need to make sure we we modernize that and refresh. And we're doing a lot of work right now with some amazing developers who just want to make sure that they're conveying their story in a way that's going to be easy and clear to understand because they know that's important and they understand that they're target or, or homeowner or renter or commercial, you know, investor wants to, wants to really understand what they're all about. So I think reworking that story is definitely something that I'm, I'm seeing a lot of developers wanting to do, especially now when there's a slight pause, I don't even know if that's a little slight contraction. There's a moment to kind of catch your breath and look at how you're currently being positioned in the market. And there's a chance to refresh and, make sure it's appropriate for the time. I don't know if that answered your question, but I, I just think that it's a really great chance right now to, to refresh. And I think it's important. I think people really care. Yeah, as you said, it's a great opportunity to look inwards at the stories that these brands are telling. What role do you think culture and storytelling will play going forward in 2023 in the real estate industry? Oh my God, I think in a huge way, um, you know, two, three, the past two, three years, we've had a lot of interesting, uh, how do I say this properly, like, uh, cultural sort of impacts um, on the industry. And I think it's not just uh, advised, but it's it's necessary that you appropriately um, consult with the local community or, um, you know, local partners that are invested in you know, the land or the project to make sure that it's, it's not just checking off of a box. It needs to be more than, you know, it was taken into consideration. You need, you need different, ah, like I could go on for a long time talking about this, but I think you need different points of view on any project. I think you really need to make sure that your team is filled with people who 
are approaching the project from different angles. We, um, I have done some work in the past doing a lot of like public outreach, public consultation. And, you know, people's stories matter. People who've lived in those communities really matter. And I think if you want to get your project approved or push through council, like you really got to show that you're, you're actually listening. You're, you, you've heard what they've said. You've done your due diligence to really get out into that community and hear what people have to say, you know, genuinely, right? Like you go sit in and listen to what they have to say. And I think that really does have an impact on how projects are designed, the changes that are made. Um, so I think that's, I think working with local cultures and and different cultures and different groups will just help create really amazing um, projects that will, I think, last the test of time. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you sharing your insights um, really into storytelling and culture. As you said, I, this is going to be something that will be really exciting to watch in the coming year. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This is BIV Today with Claire Wilson. Uh, joining us is Maxine Jakubki. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.